Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Theology in the Wah. Theology in the Raw. Theology in the Wah? Of Theology in the Wah. This is Elmer Flood speaking to you. Um, I am here with my wife, Chris Sprinkle. Um, this is a podcast we've been planning for a while. We did one of these, I think, two years ago. Yeah. Maybe one year ago. We got a lot of people who said, hey, can you have Chris back on? I get a lot of that. When's your wife coming back on? So back by popular demand, uh, my wife, Chris Sprinkle. How are you doing, Chris? Hey, good. You nervous? A little bit. So I just recorded an interview with a friend of mine, Andrew Bunt. Uh, It probably was released, I think, just prior to this one. We talked about polyamory, sex with robots, and procreation. Um you probably don't want to talk about any of that stuff, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I do want to talk about parenting um, okay. because you're a parent and you're not just a parent. I think you're an amazing parent. And, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. Um, I, you, you're, you're an amazing mom and you absolutely love it. And you put a ton of time and effort and thinking into being a mom. Like I think... I don't know if a day has gone by since we've had kids where you haven't woken up and devoted a significant part of your day to how can I be the best mom I can? Would that be, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I mean, is that? Yeah, yeah. I love being a mom. I always wanted to be a mom and uh, I love our kids. So that makes it so easy. I feel like we have the funnest kids. And um, and so, yeah, being a mom is easy. I feel like that's what I love doing and yeah. Love devoting my time to. It has its uh, well ups and downs in the sense of definitely challenges. Yeah. I, I don't... Oh, it's hard work for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's hard work, but but um, but very I th- think rewarding in in one way because it's like you know the more time and the work you put into it, um, just the mm-hmm. better the relationships, the better the family flow, and so it's um, yeah. Mm-hmm. How would you describe our our stage right now? I mean, so just so our audience know, I mean, they, they, most of them probably know, but we have four kids, uh, 18, 16, 14, and 12. The older three are girls. Um, mm-hmm. One's about to leave the house. Yep. Month and a half. Month and a half. Uh, the youngest is a boy. Um, so that's where we're at. So we're in this kind of teenage stage, which can be for some people, I mean, one of the most challenging times. And it certainly has its challenges. It's also, I mean, there's just so many unique, I don't know, like, like our kids are, they're like adult, little adults now. You know, like you, we're we have fun with them in a way that's like, even if I didn't, even if you were my kid, I feel like you're funny yeah. or you know we're having like adult conversations and stuff. How would you describe our stage? Yeah, is I that- think this is like I've loved every stage, but I think this is like the funnest stage in the sense that if I could freeze time, I would freeze this moment right now, right before our oldest is leaving the home, and just because we're it's just we're more friends and we we've figured out our rhythm we understand each other so well i think the last several years in the teenage years we've uh just really tried to understand each other and understand each kid and what their enneagrams are how they tick how they work and so as their personalities have come out it's been a lot easier to parent in the sense that I can understand and I would understand why they're going to respond this way instead of, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of not understanding them. So, yeah, I feel like I I love it. It's it's hard sometimes. Well, I would describe it as it's just I thought having little kids was like took up the most time. But I think the teenage years does, Mm -hmm. but in a different way. And the younger kids, it's like everyone needs you because they can't do anything on their own. 
And then now I, I find that everyone needs us, but more like deeper life decisions, life mm-hmm. coaching. Um, and that can be super exhausting. And, yeah. I mean, I think we have less time together now than we did when we were kids because we were, or when we had little kids because we would put the kids to bed at 7.30 <laughs> and have the whole evening to ourselves and now we're... Now we put the kids uh, to bed at like 1 a.m. <laughs> and oh, we're, we're going exhausted. We're staying up, so... <laughs> they, all, they do seem to get really chatty late at night. Not every yeah. night, but there's some nights where I feel like it's like midnight when they're like, hey, I want to talk about the deep things of life. Right. And we're like, really, now? What? Yeah. And you... you you're of the mindset of like whenever you're ready right i mean if it's yeah. midnight if this is when you want to talk then we'll talk and yeah yeah, yeah. um there th- so this is theology and rob we got to talk about something that's um we can't we have to we have to make at least some people mad with something we say so right. <laughs> <laughs> um so we could get into like the debate about like schooling i get this question a lot i mean homeschooling versus christian school versus public school um and we've I, I, I don't know. We can go there. We could talk about, um, well, different parenting styles. There's always that balance between like being, I don't like the word protective, but the, the, the people would frame it as overprotective, underprotective. How much do you shelter your kids? How much do you expose them to the world? And I don't, I, I don't know. We've, we've kind of tried to navigate that in, I don't know. It's, it's not easy to find that balance of like, mm-hmm. um, and I think some people would say we're very, uh, maybe, I don't know, strict. Yeah, maybe strict on some things and then very non-strict on other things, would you say? Yeah. What are some things you you, you would say like, oh, no, I want to be strict on this or that or um, we can start Gosh. there. Do you have any? Mm. Shoot. Um. <laughs> you're, play, you're trying to blame. I, mean, I think our, the... the the one that always stands out for me is like social media with teen- yeah. teenage girls. Like we don't allow. I think, okay, here's media. one. I I think I'm real sensitive to the mind and what you put in the mind. It you can't it can't ever leave. And so I think I would I and where where we have some differences, but I am stricter <laughs> yes. on what goes in the mind. So movies, books, um, things that you listen to that um are you you can't get out of your mind so Mm. i um you say you're more strict than than i am (laughs) for sure (laughs) it's like our we've decided that uh and then then it brings a bone of contention with the kids because they're like well dad doesn't have a problem with it you have a problem with it and so i think we've had to kind of figure i'm like some things i take and i'm like yep i'm the one with the problem you know go to counseling later in life for (laughs) what I've done to you and other I'm taking my chances and other times I think we've I'm like well you know what just ask dad and dad can hold the responsibility of it so we're I gonna, think we try to- we're gonna get a fight here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I so I, I, I would say I don't know yeah I, I'm probably a little more lenient on movies but I'm not even saying I'm right like I I think I I, I don't think I have the best judgment on some of that where i think you probably do so i don't think i'm like standing my ground no they should watch you know um nightmare on elm street or something i think because of like social media and all the web access compared to our day yeah um i think 
they've gotten into our kids' minds so much and just subtly and our kids are just kids in general. Kids in general, yeah. this generation. So I think that I hate that and I don't want that. I, I mm-hmm. feel like not growing up with that, we just had more simple minds, right? We didn't think if it wasn't in front of you, you didn't think about it. Um and mm-hmm. if and you weren't your mind wasn't caused to like think deeper or you know, and so mm-hmm. so many of these conversations that everything that's on in theology yeah. and they're all you know that it's like we didn't have that to think about not that it's a bad thing but i i think um i'm just sensitive at like just making sure that their brains are well we know that their brains aren't developed until they're 25 mm-hmm. so until that these are the things that are shaping our kids and I don't want anything shaping my kid unless Mm -hmm. it's God and us (laughs) and like good peers that I would have confidence in so um yeah so I think that's that's more more where I come from it's not that like I don't want my kids hearing swear words or anything like that I it has Hmm. nothing to do that it's more just psychologically so yeah I would be more up for them watching a war movie with lots of blood and everything than um, just a psychological movie. So like the Joker or, you know, any of those, which I've seen and my kids have seen. But I just think like if your brain can't or split, handle, how about split? Some of the, those yeah, psychological yeah. kind yes, of thrillers. That... Like it causes you to think maybe I have like d- d- double personalities. Maybe I think that way. And it just yeah. and then it creates more hmm. damage in in their brains than than they I'll, need to so that that's more th- and you know that like i yeah, it's not yeah. about like sheltering them with like swear words or like i want my kids to be exposed to lots of different things and i want them to be able to choose differently but the psychological part is something that i think hmm. that is really messing up our kids or even like that in general like really dark like dark you said war movie but i think like it's there's certain kinds of violence that would be like hey this is part of life you know yeah. might as well know it exists yeah, like, but then so, there's other like well, dark kind of violence so the hate you give like love that movie right, yeah. right? such a good movie but, I mean so much swearing so much hood mm-hmm, like inner mm-hmm. city but it completely portrays like what is like reality where I just think these um, the psychological things I just it's not all reality mm-hmm. like it's just creating things and we're and we see that in our ministry is so many teenagers that are so confused about everything and they you know and it's like you just want to go back to like where did they all begin so many times it's social media youtube it's the different things so yeah Mm -hmm. i think really strict with that and then other things i feel like i want them to be kids and just go do whatever like go have freedoms go figure out how to like Mm -hmm. live and you know yeah so and I wouldn't say I, there's people that I think are more strict than us, even when it comes to movies and shows yeah. and stuff oh, like sure. they've memorized the office. And some people would say like, oh, my gosh, that's <laughs> I mean, another. Yeah, I don't know. And music, we're pretty. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't. It's hard to compare too. it's like if we say we're leaning on music, well, compared to who, you know. Yeah. Um, but they typically listen to most almost all secular music. They have some Christian artists they like, but yeah, um, they like I mean, I yeah. Gotta be careful here, but like they appreciate really good music. Like yeah. they like you know artistic music that's creative and thoughtful and stuff. And um, sometimes Christian music doesn't always express that. But yeah, um, yeah. so uh, you also handle. You're kind of the front line at, uh, at the center. So my wife works. She works full time for the center, full time, and you kind of run the place really. <laughs> but you get all the all the emails, and you've uh, been doing kind of frontline emails for me with theology and Iran, even just 
my website and stuff for a while now. So mm-hmm. you get the pros and the cons. <laughs> What's that like? Uh, Running it or? Well, just getting the, you. getting the, yeah. I mean, you get some amazing emails and then which, which can be encouraging, but you also get the, yeah, just, I don't know if you guys know, but like when you guys send in a, a critique or whatever, like you're the one that gets to read that. Well, that's what I just told you before coming down here. I was, I said, I don't think I want to be on Theology of the Raw, open myself up to all the criticism. I'm like, I'm going to be the one getting it. And I'm like, that was me. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's. Yeah, there's pros and cons. I think there's been different seasons where I've had to um, pass it on to somebody else to respond and, you know, kind of um, yeah. sometimes it's a little too heavy and not yeah. something that I care to um, read or think too deeply about. And other times I I mean, I think I'm good at my job. So in a sense, help like when I think maybe eight day, eight years ago when I you were sinking and I was like, you need help. And then yeah. uh, I was like, well. I don't want anybody else <laughs> helping you that intimately, like with like knowing all your schedule, knowing everything, talking to you so much. So I said, well, let me let me take over and, and handle some of the things. And um, and so I think that was um, what kind of mm-hmm. sparked it. And, yeah. you know, so it's been good, too, because I know other people that like do a lot of traveling and speaking. It can be that can become a bone of contention in, in the marriage. Mm-hmm. And I think we had that early on a little bit, like yeah. if I was taking on too much and when I was making all those decisions, that was, you know, difficult. But now, I mean, you basically tell, <laughs> so yeah. could come to me and say, "Hey, I think here's These some things options. you should do," and yeah. um, and so it's never like me saying, "No, I'm going here." It's you saying, right. "No, I I think you should go do this." So, because yeah. um, it's hard to make those, it's hard to make those decisions, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the centers. I mean, the yeah, seeing all of, all of that, all of those emails can be really challenging. I would say. I mean, would you say that? What percentage would you say the emails you get they come in would be like positive and versus the critiques? I mean, mm. is it far outweigh? Or... Um, I think it depends. I always depends. know when you put out like something, <laughs> I mean, they're a blog or, you know, then it's like it'll be, you know, 50-50. If not, okay. we get a lot of positive uh, feedback. I mean, I think people that don't <clears throat> like us <clears throat> probably just write us off and just, you yeah. know. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's it depends. Yeah. Do, do you have you? Because I think in the past the criticism was hard, right? Yeah. Like yeah. people criticizing your husband or whatever, yeah, and that. I, I do you get kind of numb to it now? Or? No, I just don't. I don't really read those too much. I kind of like skim it a little bit and just okay. think if it's something you need to respond to, do, and if not, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Tough balance. All right. Let's talk about school. Uh, okay. We had. Let's see. Our oldest went to public school for like a year and a half. What kindergarten through half of first grade? Oh yeah, right. Probably yeah. don't remember that. Yeah, well, and then everybody's done, gone to school for a year, public okay. school, a year to a year and a half. Just tried it, in, in more in their middle school. I guess Cody was elementary, Josie was elementary. So tried it. Everyone wanted to see what was on the other side of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do over there? <laughs> but then yeah, so we've homeschooled everyone, for the most part. Um, yeah, and then wanted to come back. Yeah, our kids wanted yeah, like nobody yeah. wanted to go back, so it works. I think we have a really fun life. So I think at the end of the day, when they go to when they go to school and sit at a desk all day, it's like yeah, I could be doing that or I could be doing the things that you know. Yeah. So I we I've always been a mom that plans a ton of things. I love I yeah. love life. I love doing lots of things. So um, 
there's always we're always doing stuff so yeah. i think that was just sitting at a desk and none of them cared too much for it yeah yeah the times they've gone to school they've yeah they realize how kind of it's not all wasted time but there's a lot of wasted yeah. time and at least their public school experience they're kind of like yeah. man i was gone all day and half the kids were just on their phones or yeah. like the assign you know just it just seemed like a lot of wasted time and i, I feel like our kids have like any like they appreciate if like they want to get a lot done during the day yeah right like they're yeah. efficient kind everyone of everyone has their own hobbies and things that they're passionate about and love to do and so i've always for i've always um i i feel like as parents our job is to set them our kids up for success and set them up to just like not only just uh take like leave the coop but like fly out of the coop so mm -hmm. i think early on i've always i've every year of like what do you want to learn this year what do you want to what are you passionate about what do you want to study what do you want to whether it's music whether it's art or dancing or you know um and not just only creatives but like even uh like cooking history interior. of you know egypt i know kaylee yeah. was so passionate about egypt for many years and we just um, just did so many different I and I would try to gear education around mm -hmm. that and like whatever somebody wanted to do so I feel like everyone all has all of their passions all the things that they love to do we wake up in the morning and everyone has like a list of all the things they want to accomplish like mm. two of them are doing a music video right now and um, <laughs> you know teaching lessons and so and I've always taught them to make money and so we figure out a way to make money from the time they're little whether it was mm -hmm. making little baked goods and going around the neighborhood and selling them they had an egg business they had um the, Kaylee was teaching horse lessons at 12 we had a horse oh, and yeah. she would get all the neighborhood kids and, and put them on a horse and and so I feel like with that I think it's it's really um fulfilled a lot of like um things that you know going to school they wouldn't have been yeah. able to do all those things so um yeah so i i think uh it's worked for us and we travel a lot and mm -hmm. we you always bring a kid with you somewhere and then um we try to um plan different things um mm -hmm. in between those things so um yeah i i feel like just education like i i'm passionate about here you go here's a little passion <laughs> i hate the thought of a bored teenager I just think that is just insane. No teenagers should be bored. And if they're bored, it's because they're not like doing something that they're like uh, excited about. Like for a teenager, the whole world is open. Like they finally just get these freedoms. Maybe they're driving. Maybe they're like um, able to be a little more independent. And so to just be sitting at home and not doing anything and so bored, it's like they just haven't found something that like make wants to make them get up in the morning and so mm -hmm. from the time they were little i think i've instilled that in that like what make what do you want to do with tomorrow morning like when you wake up and and to me i just feel like the sky's the limit like anything you want to be the best bass guitar player great let's find you teachers let, let's like let's try to give you put give you the tools so that you can um just mm -hmm. enjoy life succeed and feel confident mm -hmm. in in certain things and so um i think i think yeah so i don't know mm -hmm. yeah no, that's good why do you think this the school question is so like volatile like i i feel like if if i don't know like like if we say like oh we homeschool our kids yeah. some people the public school feel like might feel threatened or yeah or christian school I or think, whatever like i think everybody has an opinion about everything <laughs> and to a fault i think um for me i 
I love what we do. I stand behind with it. If I were to redo it, I not, I wouldn't change one thing. We've no. done all different things. I mean, we've put our kids in co-ops. They've always been in classes. So it's not like they're just sitting home all day long. I mean, mm-hmm. they have, they're always, in fact, we do, like we're moving around. They're always in a, like either in a sport or in a um, classes. I mean, you can go to the school and take a science class or different things. We've tried all everything, honestly. Like, no. um, and well, the only thing we haven't tried is a full-time Christian school. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's true. But but um, I think everyone's just opinionated because of like what they do and what they see. And I'm really passionate about what we do, but everyone can do what works for them. Like, the, yeah. like our life does not work for everybody else. And some moms wouldn't like to be home with their kids all day long. Like be the teacher, be the mom, be yeah. the everything. I happen to like love that. I loved teaching them things like I, I whatever I was excited about whatever I wanted to learn I was like I wanted to teach that and that's mm-hmm. you know so I don't I don't I don't know I don't think people should be opinionated about that opinion about what I do mm-hmm. and I don't feel that opinionated about what you do as long as it works like yeah. as long as everyone's like happy and it, like what doesn't what's not good is people are miserable and it's not so then it's like well that's not working like mm-hmm. everyone needs to be really not that every moment of your decisions are super happy i mean i had plenty of (laughs) homeschool days where it's like i don't think i'm doing a good job um but you also know people feel like that in the school systems and you know teachers feel like that students feel like that in in all different things so as long as it works and and i would say the majority of like maybe 80 percent is like good and works for everybody then just do that so whether mm-hmm. it's if it's public school for you and it, the kids are thriving great you i mean we have kids that, yeah. or friends good friends whose kids are in the public school system and they thrive and in they're they're like such a witness and they are so like and they're not influenced and i'm so glad for that and so i don't mm-hmm. think they should do anything different and others you know we have ki- we have friends all across the board that mm-hmm. do everything and and so yeah so as long as it works and by works, it's like the main job a parent has, as a Christian parent has, is to disciple your kids. Yeah. Like you, in the the family we're thinking of, that their kids are in public school, they've all yeah. gone through, and they're just ama- they have, they're amazing. They they are some of the most intentional parents. I mean, mm-hmm. I've ever met yeah. with their kids. Yeah. They're like you know. Um, yeah. And it just it depends. It depends on each kid, and it depends if you have boys and girls, and if you have, and what their personalities are, and you know, there's just. I mean, I love to study people. I love to study kids. I love to really understand, get inside their brains, and try to understand like why they do certain things. Mm-hmm. And and so, um, I feel like it's like you have to take case by case, and yeah, um, you know, and and I, I mean, but I I feel like we. The other thing I, I feel passionate about is that, you know, God has put you in charge of your kids. If you have kids, he's put you in charge of, of their lives for 18 years. Like if like you, they are yours in a sense exclusively until they leave the home. And I think that we as parents need to take that really seriously and not give up on that. And so I feel like I've always told my kids because they homeschool, they can get done early. Like they like they're online like our second she could finish a year early if she wants to um just because she works fast it's she you know gets her work done and done by like 10 right? <laughs> and, and stuff but i always said but you're not leaving the home 
because like you just get to do what you want if you want to like go do a nine-month masseuse uh like degree and become a masseuse or if you want to go do hair or if you want to learn something you want to go learn a language we can like <laughs> like maybe try to you know get you in language school or maybe go to a country and like for a period of time and do it like whatever it is like just to excel you in life and have you enjoy but like but you're not like just like hitting the road early mm-hmm. because um and thankfully they like love us and they don't they're like fine with that they don't want to leave early mm-hmm. um but i i feel like we have 18 years it, like i was a missionary kid and uh i saw a lot of our missionary friends whose parents would uh, send them to black force academy or you know boarding school and that was always really hard for me because i was like your parents should be your most influential mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. like people in your life and and as parents we want to be the most uh, the people that is walking through life with their kids and that's in day in and day out being a part of that because once they leave at 18 they don't have to come back they don't yeah. have to ask you for anything but until then you we have we have them in our hands so i take that really se- seriously and enjoy it and i enjoy every minute of it of like not that things aren't hard but i i really i i especially with our oldest leaving i'm like 18 years goes by so fast and then you and i have the next 60 plus years <laughs> what are we gonna do then chris <laughs> uh just together and so i don't want to miss one yeah. minute really in a sense of those years with them yeah so you mentioned that our kids actually like us i i think, I think that's so. true i mean i think well, we're going to have them. We're, yeah. We might do something. We might have them come on Theology in the Raw <laughs> without us. And uh, and we're not allowed to listen to what listen, they say. They can say what, we can ask. Uh, they, people can ask them questions. And, you know, so we'll be able to. But we think they do. We think they do. Yeah, maybe they're lying. But let, let's assume that they actually do. How, what, what advice? Well, maybe describe as you reflect on what you have done to cultivate well what we have okay. done to cultivate that and what because i know there's gonna be some parents listening saying man yeah my kid used to like me but then they turned 16 right. or they got a boyfriend or girlfriend or we just lost connection like so i know that could be uh, yeah like what as, as we reflect yeah. on like what advice maybe maybe especially to a younger parent whose kid is you know 10 11 12 and like man how do i maintain that kind of strong bond do you have yeah, any thoughts on that i do actually so well i feel like there's a couple things i i have friends who say my kids are not my friends until they are 18 plus they're not my friends i'm the mom they're the parents and we're not friends and then i have mm-hmm. others that are like oh we're totally friends and I would fall more on the friend side. And I feel like if we err a little bit, sometimes they've said to to me like, like, mom, be a mom. And I'm like, you're right. Like, totally, that's good. So I mean, none of us do anything perfectly. So you have to kind of, in life, you kind of have to see, Mm -hmm. well, what do I do best at? And then like, or what do I want to do be best at? And then kind of, there'll be errors in there. So I I don't do it perfectly. But um, my, that's not my personality Mm -hmm. too. Like my personality is I, the people in my life, I like it to be like, just easy and fun and enjoyable. And I like to enjoy time with them. And Mm -hmm. so 
I it's been like that for me with parenting. I would say in the early years, it's a lot more discipline. It's just for first time obedience. Hey, I told you to do that. You didn't do it. You know, mm-hmm. like early on mm-hmm. to like five, six, seven years old. And so that was I, I remember thinking that was harder for me because I'm more the type like that wants to like talk about it and say, well, why would you have done that? Like that doesn't make, you know, <laughs> but when they're four, why, it's kind of like when they're four. Yeah, they don't know. But that's why their later years here it works a little bit better because we really analyze it through like what was going through your mind when you actually did that and so I feel like I fall more on the side of like I I am friend like my girls and I mean not that not Cody but um he's still 12 so it's different but my girls like are my favorite people to mm-hmm. just spend the time with we laugh we have so like so much fun sometimes I I do feel like I'm just one of them and that's where I have to find the balance of like mm-hmm. um you know like they do need a parent and so I I definitely I mean I think you do I'm that downplaying yeah. myself a little bit <laughs> I mean I definitely parent them but I think just in the conversations it's a lot more like yeah um I think you do that with Cody too, though, don't you? I mean, yeah, he's younger, but I yeah, mean, well, yeah, actually, I feel like we, we you, wrestle every yeah, night. Yeah, you wrestle with him more. <laughs> every night, he's like, I just want to wrestle you, mom. I'm like, let's go, bring it. <laughs> uh, well, now he's starting to get strong. Oh, oh, he hurt me so bad the other day. I was like, actually, this morning he hurt <laughs> me so bad, my arm. Right. Anyways, but he. So, so, anyways, all that to say, um, I think. Earlier on, it was definitely like more discipline, and we and we were strict. I mean, it mm-hmm. was like, hey, when you meet somebody, you look them in the eye and give them a big hug and say hi. And if you don't, you're gonna get in trouble. Like yeah. we had a very high standard of like because I always I knew I want people to like my kids because yeah. if they don't like our kids, they're not gonna like right. us. Like I have people that I'm like I don't like being around your kid and I can't invite you over because it, it bothers me so bad. So we were very much mm-hmm. like. You know, our kids have to be enjoyable. They have to be respectful. I mean, a disrespectful kid, no no, no adults want yeah. to be around them. So strict with that. But I feel like as it's gotten like where we talk a lot more, I think that there's just a lot more of a friendship of just um, I love to have fun. Like, right. I mean, it's like if You're my seven. life isn't filled with fun, then I just get so down. So having uh, creating that with with in the home and and i did that from the beginning we would i would look at my week and i'd be like okay we're gonna go we're gonna pack a picnic we're gonna uh jump in the Mm -hmm. river here and we're gonna you know i just plan out fun things that make the kids so excited to um Mm -hmm. for the week for the day for being with us and even like on our family vacations like i mean right i just Mm -hmm. like plan so many fun things that it's like you wouldn't want to miss one of these trips (laughs) (laughs) um so I think I think that I think I mean yeah I mean our our hope is that our kids do want to come back right after they leave the home that they're mm-hmm. not like oh I don't want to go home and see my parents or you know that they would want to mm-hmm. like not miss that and so I think um um and and I'm I'm very like we talk about everything in our family right we're like mm-hmm. so open like I mean it's so open to where, can you give an example of the, like what does that look like every conversation is just a normal conversation like anything from sex to sex <laughs> no, that's all they want no uh yeah just any yeah any conversations it's just it's flows it's just like i'll be cooking and they'll ask like deep questions and so it's um 
I think that just having an open line of communication that, hey, you don't have to like be all formal with your parents and have to like have mm-hmm. a conversation like, oh, I can't tell my, I got to tell my parents tonight. It's more, they'll come home from like, you know, the girls just went to a dance the other night and they jump in the car and tell me every single thing about how this boy did this, and, you know, that. Mm. and so I think we've, I've just tried to establish that of just like, hey, there's no shame, like nothing you tell me, like it's, you're not in trouble for telling me anything. It's mm-hmm. like, if we need to like talk through something, we will. But just by telling me is not going to get you in trouble. So concretely, though, how did you foster that? Are you saying like you initiated earlier on those kind of just really open conversations? Like so that talking about personal stuff isn't a big it's it's just not personal. It's just it's just talking. You can talk about whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just ask any question at any point and just, yeah, very natural and, and conversational. Yeah, I think that. I've heard someone say it's better to have a hundred one-minute conversations about sex than one hundred-minute conversation. I think it was Jason Sochnick, right? Yeah. Um, But I I feel like would you would that accurately describe kind of your yeah without even really I don't think you really we didn't really talk about this or we just kind of yeah it's an outflow I think of who we are just kind of more open and and even with me and Cody like I feel like I just like anything that could possibly be embarrassing or anything I just. Just, just ask me like and then just say hey don't worry so many other kids or boys or teenagers or you know they're the same just like you and just kind of just make things so that um i just don't want to ever have like formal conversations because that instantly puts everyone's guards up and everyone's yeah. just like oh you know and so and weird, yeah. so yeah i mean sometimes it's heated and we all say things i mean <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you and the girls will just go back and forth and preston will be like okay stop yeah we need to like reboot Let's start again, and then it's like, okay, let's start, you know. So, um, yeah, on the friendship side, so one, it's one of the challenges is, like, I feel like our kids, because everything's so open and honest and everything, like they're not afraid to share their opinions or like, right, a lot of t- like. When we grew up, we we constantly oh, yeah. say, "Oh, that would never fly." <laughs> you can't when tell we were your kids. that, yeah. You can't say like, or have a voice into like, yeah. "Hey, where do you want to do this weekend?" And you're gonna have so many opinions and this, yeah. that, and everything. So and- I feel like, yeah, that's that's a good because I, yeah, they they do. They tell us stuff. I mean, they bit it, but in our business and, <laughs> and like tell like, you know, just tell me things I should do or shouldn't do. And so again, I think. I've re- there's been times where I've been like super offended at being like, hey, don't talk to me that way or anything. Mm-hmm. And I think what I've I've realized is like, okay, we're all gonna like err on one side. Anytime you go down one road, you kind of err on one side or the other at different points. So there are, will be times. And so there'll be times like, hey, that's super disrespectful. D- don't talk to me that way. Yeah. And then they'll, I feel like for the most part, they're like, yeah, sorry, or yeah, I get that. Or, you know, um. so yeah, I think, yeah, it's never going to go yeah. perfect. But I would much rather that than the opposite of like feeling like they can't share anything and they can't talk about certain things and that we're like, you know, that they have to, I don't, I, that they have to talk to their friends about things and not us, you know, so. Because yeah, in our generation, it was more the authoritarian, yeah. right? Like there's all kinds of stuff we're like, oh, I would never Well, and my... I think we've talked about the different generations where yeah. we've, our generation now has swung much. so much to where, you know, it'll be interesting to see what our kids, their generation is uh-huh. going to look like in their parenting. Because I feel like our ours was authoritative and it was just like discipline and, and yeah. tell us, like, the, like really teach us about life. Yeah. You know, teach it on paper. You teach about life. And, and black and white, everything's black and white. Here's right, yeah. here's wrong. Our generation yeah. goes, well, we'll teach you about life just doing it with you. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then somehow their generation is going to be interesting to see. We've talked a lot yeah. about like what our kids, th- how they think they're going to parent. Obviously, it's so young. They you know, don't have uh, they're not married yet, but it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see where they because they'll change. They'll like maybe go a little bit more in the middle or. Yeah. Yeah. Because each parenting style is kind of a reaction. Yeah. Against some of the. Yeah errors of their yeah, parenting. Yeah, like I have yeah. like, I, I just coming down super strong on our kids, I have, I get like anxiety just thinking <laughs> about that. So it's like, I can't be like that. Like just, uh, just like, this is the way it is. Don't, don't ask questions. You yeah. know, it's like that just, I can't, uh, I can't be like that. So yeah. then I go the other way, like, well, I was thinking, <laughs> I don't know, I could be wrong. <laughs> you know, and um, I want, yeah, I wonder what, what, what in our parenting in our both you and I but also our generation of parenting is going to be the thing or that our kids didn't like that they're going to tr- yeah. correct you know what, like it's a little hard yeah. to think about like what am I doing now that our kids are going to say oh I'm definitely not going to do that when I'm a parent you know? yeah or, I don't know. well it's interesting our kids have said this to me recently that they feel like they had two different types of moms and it's interesting that they would remember this but they said they remember me when they were younger a really lot more strict and you know Hmm. and then now they feel like i'm not strict and really oh yeah they were just saying that and at first i was like they they said you just you're totally different person and they're like and and they said they almost remember the time when there was like a shift over and and without like not that i like literally wrote it out on paper but yeah i felt like in the younger years you have to gain they have to like obey like mm-hmm. they just like go get your shoes on like we're leaving and if they're going to argue about why they should get their shoes on it's just not going our family's not going to work so i think there was a lot more like this because i just told you don't don't ask again just go do it and then we can talk about it later mm-hmm. but you know yeah and but then i remember like once we had that established of like yeah our kids obey us like in general like there's obedience um then i felt like i was able to move into like the next stage of just like um, yeah, does that bother you that I said that or how, you know, like be able to talk through or them saying like, I don't like how you said that. And it's like, oh, OK, let's <laughs> let me explain mm-hmm. to you why. And, you know, that kind of thing. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, But it's interesting. They've said well, that they felt like they had two different moms. And I'm like, I could see how you could yeah. feel that and, and see that. That's not necessarily a bad thing you're saying. I mean, it, no, I, I would redo the same thing. I mean, I, I feel like there needs to I mean, I see a lot of three-year-olds that are just so unruly and it's oh like you can see the parents they just hate being around their kids i mean it's just like it's so hard to be around them when they're mm-hmm. just it's not it doesn't flow how do you because i'm sure people are listening and they're like that's my three-year-old <laughs> like, but how, like what advice would you give to because we I mean, our kids growing up some were All super compliant yeah. some were super like oh, took really a long time to get yeah. over. so it's, it's not like our kids just snatching and we were around kids families were um were you, but okay, so the Dodson. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> well, shout out the Dodson. <laughs> shout out to Joey Dodson and Sadie Dodson because uh, when we'll we tell the story. Okay, so this we're in Scotland. Oh we, they have kids that are maybe, you know, several years. Well, they're like, like three years older than ours. Yeah, like, like the this. oldest is like three or four years older than our oldest. And I would say we have and even seen their personalities now. Really strong personalities out of all of our kids, all of them leaders and strong. Wait, our, and our kids. Our kids. Yeah, yeah. And um. And so from younger, just so much, like just so much commotion, so much like, yeah. you know, really difficult on some stages with some kids and other ones like easy and, and, and their kids. So we're in Scotland and, uh, 
and they were doing PhD, you and yeah. Joey. And uh, I remember we were putting all our kids to bed. We were trying to hang out yeah. in the evenings and we've had our rooms. And, and, and us to get our kids to bed and quiet. It was a chore almost every, <laughs> like it wasn't like. So much it, talking and asking. Talking and, and, and everyone has yeah. to go to the bathroom and everyone has to get a drink. And, you know, just just a lot the, to where when you finally go, they finally go to bed, you're just like, oh, my gosh. Well, Joey and Sadie are in the other room. And they do a little quick good night, a little quick prayer. And we walk by their rooms. Ours is like chaotic. Theirs is like quiet. With the All lights on. Four of their kids in one queen size bed. <laughs> right? It's like next to each other. So ours, we have to like separate them because you know they're going to be like touching, oh, fighting. Oh, yeah. Right next to each other, lights on, fully asleep, not even moved. <laughs> or even if they weren't asleep, they were just, their eyes were just, they're just laying there. Like they're going to yeah. sleep. And I was like, what did you do? I was like, and he's like, nothing, just kissed him goodnight. And we he, put him to I bed. Go, well, how did you get to this point? You know, we're like sweating and just trying to like get through the night. And I'm like, what did you do to get through this? And literally Joey's answer, love you, Joey. But he's like, we just told him that this is the way it goes. Yeah, that just... they just need to go to bed. And I was like, you just told them that they need to go to bed. As if I'd never told our kids to go to bed. <laughs> and he's like, they just did. And yeah. it, so I still forever remember that. It was like, is you know, and that's why you have to be so careful in yeah. like telling like, this is the way it works. Nothing works for any, like, what works for you does not work yeah. for somebody else. Um, they just, you know, they had easy kids. I don't know. They just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even like driving too, like going across town sometimes oh. with, some, well, I'm not going to out throw any of my mm. kids under the bus necessarily, but sometimes driving across town, if it was more than 15 minutes, so much. we couldn't get, we just, it was so much. They just had to get out and I need, and, and other kids. Other... It doesn't it make sense that our kids, I mean, our kids yeah. are, have a lot of energy are so full. It's yeah. like they're you and me put together, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, but other people are like, they drive for hours and the kids are like staring yeah. out the window. I'm like, well, how do they just stare out the window? It's crazy. But we had, so I would say Cody was like that. Yeah. Like he was, he was that kid where it's like, he would get in his, yeah, he would get in his car seat and just kind of sit there and. Like, yeah, we tell him, all right, go to bed. He's asleep. Everyone else is still doing stuff and talking (laughs) and maybe getting in a (laughs) big discussion. And, and he's just like, you know, he's just a. So how do you, how do you, let's go back to that parent who maybe has that kid who is unruly, who's disrespectful, you know, they're just difficult. Okay. Um, how, How do you. How do you address that? Like, what do you do? Well, I think something I don't know because not knowing the person and the way like life is. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like there's so many factors. It's like that immediately go through my mind of like, oh, well, let me see your life. Um, but I would say like you got to pour even deep, heavier into it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we've had even seasons right like recently with our teenagers where it's like there's like maybe some things that are not in order not in check and it's like then we're all in like Hmm. instead of like i think temptation is to like oh my gosh send them off to camp (laughs) do something just get away like kind of like and for me i just think like just dig deeper spend more time like like really establish just a deeper relationship and so uh, it's hard to kind of know like a three-year-old but but i would say putting them in a daycare is not the thing to do at that time you know i mean that's my like so like dig in deeper and and there's so much trial and error like some things work one time and it doesn't work again and so it's not easy but i feel like it's 
like keep pressing on like and and go full force in. or treat it like a very really high priority right yeah or even like i for example like going to this grocery store with little kids can be can be a nightmare yeah. right but if you're like i've got an hour to go to the store come back and if your kid starts doing a tantrum in the store and like you're rushed and everything like that's gonna be difficult but if you say i need to go to the store my kids are probably going to be really difficult I need to carve out two hours because I might yeah. have to yeah. remove them from the store or do something or spend time or yeah. because you don't yeah you or, don't want kids throwing like tantrums. Be prepared for what's to come. Right. That. So I would like yeah maybe hey we'll get some French bread when we get to the store and you can nibble on some French bread while we're in the store. Mm. You know try to it's mitigate not like some it's of the bribing, but it, it's there's a balance between bribing and just making helping them succeed. Right. So <laughs> if you have. A kid that's super fidgety, well, you give them something to fidget on. And so hmm. if you have that mindset of like, of just, yeah, help them succeed. So whatever mm -hmm. that looks like. And and what I'm now seeing on this end, everything's for a stage, okay? You're not going to have a 14-year-old that's just so much in a store. I mean, it's like, <laughs> maybe, but most of the time it's like they mellow out or they, you know. So I think just seeing like, it's just a small stage. You're, you're You have little kids that are uh just wild okay how could we help them succeed for yeah. this one time it's hard because it's there is a fine well there's a balance between kids growing out of certain things or certain habits just translate differently as they go to get older for instance i mean a kid who is allowed to kind of just throw a tantrum whenever he wants yeah. to get his way that's gonna i think it's gonna translate when he's a teenager right. yeah he's gonna know he's gonna have patterns built in saying i just need to throw a tantrum in my own 14 way now and I'm going to get yeah. my way and but that's just not going to work in the real world so it's like you're setting them up for failure but I think there are there are certain things they do grow out of I like I just watched this uh, this <laughs> this YouTube or this clip or whatever this guy his kid was throwing a tantrum in the store and uh screaming because she wanted something and he just picks her up and leaves his stuff there and walks her out and he puts her on puts her on top of his hood and just sits right next to her and she is just screaming six minutes like the, the video is like he's like i'm just gonna sit here and just on the like, hood of the car tie her out yeah like you know hood of the car just sitting there and then all of a sudden she's so tired and stuff and she starts like stopping you know and stuff and he's like are you done and she's like mm -hmm. and he goes all right let's go back in and literally, that's what he did. <laughs> and he went back in. And I was like, well. Is that good? Do you think that's like letter? I mean, it's one. It, I, again, right. I feel like there's different. I don't know what else, what all he's tried in different yeah. times, right? Maybe some he's tried so many things. but it, And then um, it, it just, you know, I just was like, well, I mean, he didn't let. She didn't win. She didn't get what she wanted. Oh, because she, she was wanting something. Or, yeah, she okay. was wanting something, and he she was ruining his time. And then he he's like, it didn't ruin his time shopping, and it ruined mm -hmm. like. So I feel like you know what she, she he showed her she he's the boss. Like he controlled her. Hmm. He brought her out, and then when she was done, he brought her back in. And so, hmm. um, like that's the ultimate goal to try to try to teach that kid yeah. that like, throwing a tantrum he, is not going to get what you want like in just in life just because you want something yeah. doesn't mean you are going to get it especially if you act in obnoxious right and he said to that to her yeah. he said he said we don't act like that in the store okay and she's like okay and he huh. goes so we're going back in but you can't do that okay and she's like okay 
Wait, you watched all six minutes of the girl scream? <laughs> I think they, they, they ski, I think he says oh, okay. in it like one minute later or something, you know. And, Talk about anxiety. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, totally. My heart was pounding for him because it's, you know, but wow. um, I think, and that's the thing in parenting. You try all those things. I mean, I feel like we've tried yeah. so many things yeah. and then it's like. There's not one thing that works. There's so. a lot of frustrating moments or moments where you just feel like a failure. Just oh yeah, golly. <laughs> yeah, it's just not working. But but the goal is 18 years that they want to come yeah. back and that they are happily uh, like leaving. Not that they're happy to leave, but that they're leaving feeling like successful and that to conquer the world and what they're mm-hmm. gonna face. Is that kind of a goal you have, like a motivation? Like what can I be doing now that when they're out of the house they will want to come back? Yeah. Is that- oh yeah. I want them to come back. Where'd you get that from? You just kind of... I don't it? know. I just... You don't read a ton of parenting books anymore, do you? I mean, so this is just kind no. of trial and error stuff that yeah. you thought of. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Wow. Empty nesters in a few yeah. years. Mm. Don't want to talk about it? No. <laughs> I think... I mean, I know you're going to be super sad. I, I think I'm going to be a wreck. Yeah. Even though, like, I'm, uh, you know, not around as much as you are, you know, but... um. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't imagine waking yeah. up with like a quiet house. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll we'll stay busy. We're not going to be ones to just. Yeah, you still going to like me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where. I mean, that that's okay. So everything you're saying about pouring into your kids and focusing on your kids, but is there a potential that could backfire on the marriage? Haven't we heard that? Like well, for 18 you years, I, your life last, is well. For the last couple of years, we it's been on our radar, right? Yeah, we, we say it to our, each other a lot, like, hey. Like, we go on dates and we do, like, um, I mean, we love being with our kids. So when we go on vacations, we're all together, that yeah. kind of stuff. But I, I, it's on our radar to be like, like, I don't want our kids to be stressed out about us. Like, mm-hmm. that if we're bored or if we, like, we have to really like each other in order for our kids to really like us. Like, right. if they see contention in our in our marriage or that we don't like us, that's going to throw the whole family dynamics off and they won't want to. So, like, there's motivation that, so, I mean, it's not hard for me i will say i mean i like like you know you're you're a fun person and (laughs) used to be shout out used to be a lot Um, funner like i love being around you like we laugh we have so much fun um and so i think we just it's been on our radar for the last couple years of like hey as our kids are leaving we got to make sure that they are also seeing that we really still like each other that our whole world is not just them that is a big vote i mean because like you said a huge part of your day every day has been yeah involved with your kids thinking about it and that's gonna be i think that'll be the transition of that'll be hard to be like well like no one needs me anymore you know but i think (laughs) um we'll we'll figure that out and yeah it it already changes with teenagers like that i mean the other like a couple weeks ago i was like like in the past it was like i was like hey today we're gonna do this now it's like hey does anybody want to go do this and people be like nah and so then it's different and so i'm already feeling like yeah it's not as much i i don't have all the time that i had before with them and so i'm starting to have my own mm-hmm. um like i'm starting to take up pottery pottery that's right pottery it's just pot. things that it's like that, How's that i going? enjoy i just picture the movie ghost whenever i think of pottery <laughs> <laughs> you and I mean, <laughs> oh wait was that a racy scene i forget they he didn't have sex with the ghost did he wait he no he was the ghost no i think it, it's a scene that i think that was the christian hubbub okay. like oh christian like a no no kind of like the harry potter of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh man what uh okay what, what what how much long how long have we gone i can't see oh, okay we got a few more minutes um 
discipling your kids? I get this question a lot. Like, uh, I had somebody ask me, one of my Patreon supporters, um, what do you do to, can you recommend like a good devotional material for you and your kids or whatever? And I said, well, we've kind of tried the kind of more regimen, like more the, it just doesn't really, I don't know. It doesn't really flow with our family dynamic. So I feel like, and, and I'm, I'm not saying this, like, here's the way to do it. Or even if we, that we've done it right, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's kind of woven throughout the day and normal life. We have done seasons. I mean, last fall we were getting up and reading the Bible together as a family. We haven't done that in a while. Um, our older kids, thank God, truly thank God that they have like an independent kind of rhythm that they, you know, comes in seasons, but they are going through studies and reading their Bible and praying and stuff. So they have kind of a more, more of an independent faith journey now. Um, but I still, I still do miss those family times. It's just so hard practically. Well, yeah, like, we I had don't little know. kids I, and they went to bed at seven thirty. I mean, we were so faithful. We'd read the Bible every night with yeah. them and pray. And now, just our schedules just don't. I mean, doesn't work that way with you know people are working and yeah. coming and going and stuff. And so I think there's just different. Se- I think you just have to look at different seasons for different things. So yeah. to just say like. Every morning we're going to wake up at this time and do devotions together. It's like, well, maybe that works. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe one if one kid has a job that they work till midnight every night, waking up at six is a nightmare like for them, you know, so it doesn't work for that. Yeah. So just constantly reevaluate. I think that's where I, I probably do a good job in our marriage mm-hmm. and in our family of like reevaluating, like even in yeah. our marriage. Like if yeah. if sometimes we're in a season where we don't get a lot of one-on-one time and it's okay, but then we're going to like look at the next season mm-hmm. and make sure we plan that in. So yeah. I think we, I've done, I've done little, um, you know, like six week things with my girls um, and just said, just six weeks. We're going to, you know, Monday, like a Monday night or something, mm-hmm. just kind of, if we weren't in like a, a Bible study or something like that, or other times it's just, I've, always said like hey like tomorrow morning let's wake up Mm -hmm. and i want to pray with you and just you know and and more individual time with that and so i think it's just um just keeping it it's going to look different all the time and Mm -hmm. but just making sure that you're and you're really good at like taking them out um for chips and salsa and just talking about anything they want to talk about the bible if they have questions and so it's more uh, just conver like just flowing in the their conversations so it's like yeah you know well, Josie, Josie has yeah. she has a, a note a, ongoing a, list of, ongoing list of like the hardest theological questions. Yeah. She satisfied. She starts feeling like I yeah. need to like go to chips and salsa, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> and, so, <I> know. <laughs> and that's so, and that's kind of like your part with them. Whereas, yeah. like, I probably like pray more with them about mm-hmm. life things, and and it works. It's great. Yeah. I, I do, I'm not able to do what you do, and yeah. you aren't necessarily able to, you know, do what I do. So yeah. it works. Yeah, and I like chips and salsa. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Chris, we should wrap it up. Uh, Thanks for coming on Theology and Raw. How do you feel? Great. Yeah. Whatever comment, negative comments you have, (laughs) keep them. (laughs) I don't want to read them. (laughs) You could send them to me. I'm not perfect, and it's I know it, so I don't need to hear it. (laughs) Totally, that's the raw part. (laughs) Right, that's the part that is like I would say to you off the air. Yeah. Read that. I don't need to hear it. Yeah. I, no, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, if you do anything public, you're, it's like, of course you're going to get criticism, right? That's just the more you do, write something, say something, whatever public, I mean, some human is going to disagree and it's just, it is what it is, you know? And yeah. you listen to the, 
you listen to what you can try, try to improve, be humble. And, but you can't just pay attention to every little criticism that every person has. You just yeah. can't. And on the flip side, let's all not be so opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just hold your comments a little bit. If everyone held, held back half yeah. of their comments, I think we would have a better life. I, I am impressed with the, the tone of at least some of, of the criticism I get. They, they, yeah. They're often like, and sometimes on social media, I'll see. You know, hey, somebody love saying, your stuff. Yeah. You do such a great job, you know, but I, I don't agree with that. And that's totally fine. Yeah. And that's the thing is you've always been like, nobody has to agree with me 100% uh, at all. I don't even agree just, with me Let's just the respect time. each other. Let's be kind. Let's realize we're all right. like walking towards Christ and trying to figure this out. So, right. Um, yeah. In that, we're just, it's going to look different and messy sometimes. Absolutely. So. Thanks for coming on Theology Nara. Sweetie, I'll see you later. Okay. <laughs>